Welcome to the God's Peculiar People podcast, where we learn about the lives and characteristics of God's people. This year, I have a new goal that I wanted to do. I want to put out every month um, a podcast that tells you a little bit about uh, a person, but specifically a book about that person, so that you can pick it up and read about a peculiar person as well. There are lots of great articles on the internet. There's lots of great podcasts that tell about people, but there's only so much that we can in a short blog post or podcast that we can tell you. That's one reason why uh, last year during the summer, I chose to read the Mary Slessor book to um, put that in the audio form so that you, if you chose to, could listen along uh, to that. Because uh, just hearing a little bit as I was trying to to write episodes about Mary Slessor, I was like, there's just so much. Um, I just want to read this entire section of this book. And so because it was in the public domain, I was able to do that and put it into your earbuds so that you can hear it if that's what you're interested in. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen. Mary Slessor's life is so so interesting, so unique, and being able to um, hear it, it's, it's a great story to read. But that's what I want to do is, is each month just recommend a book to you that you could read. Uh, I am planning to maybe do like some micro blog post on um, Instagram to start with, maybe turn it into a bigger post at some point for uh, a website. But right now, thinking about some micro blog post about people uh, to do maybe each week, each month. If there's some people that there's only so much you can say about them or just uh, you want to share a little bit on a certain fact or a certain story about them uh, that maybe doesn't fit into a podcast uh, and be able to do that. So that's something I want to do, but let me come back and talk about this book. So uh, with all that introduction out of the way. So uh, the book that I want to talk about, it encompasses, I'm thinking about four things that I really enjoy. So of course, it's a book, so I enjoy reading. So enjoy that. Um, it includes the life of a Christian, which I enjoy learning about. It includes my home state of Florida, and it includes uh, space and the space shuttle. So I find it very interesting. The book is called High Calling, The Courageous Life and Faith of Space Shuttle Columbia Commander Rick Husband. So it's written by his wife, Evelyn Husband, with Donna Van uh, Leary. This book begins, the opening chapter begins on February 1st, as Rick Husband's family, his wife and his children, they're anticipating the return home of their husband and father. Now, if you know anything about the shuttle program, the space program, you know that there have been three tragedies. And sadly, this mission ended in tragedy. So February 1st, 2023 will mark the 20th anniversary of the loss of Shuttle Columbia and her crew of seven. So the book High Calling, it begins with that fateful day before jumping back in time to the late 1970s to follow the journey of how Evelyn and her husband Rick met. Throughout the book, you will read of Rick's faith, his participation at church, and even the devotional videos that he would create for his daughter before his final flight. Ever since the backlash that NASA received in 1968 because the Apollo 8 crew read Genesis 1, the creation story, over a Christmas Eve broadcast as they orbited the moon, astronauts have been discouraged from making public expressions of faith. And so many times we don't realize that some of these astronauts truly are believers, that they believe in the God of creation. Many times we don't know that. Um, because they've been kind of told if you're going to be part of the program, uh, you are you are a spokesperson for NASA, and so you have to follow certain rules. But when we get to learn about these people and realize their faith and how they viewed things differently, it makes it very interesting. 
and exciting to realize that there are people in every walk of life, every industry, every field who are Christians that we may not realize. And so this is one reason why this book is very interesting to learn about an astronaut um, who was a Christian. There's some others. I'm hoping to do some episodes in the future about other astronauts as well, because again, I find the space very interesting. So while the general public didn't know that Rick Husband was a Christian, it, it wasn't a surprise to those who worked with him, those who were closest to him. They, they were aware of his faith. Now, there's a man, I do not know how to pronounce his last name, and I do not want to, to butcher it, and so I'm just going to refer to him as John, which is, is how he's referred to in the book, as well as his last name, John Kay. And um, he worked with, with, Rick, with Rick Husband in training before a space shuttle mission. And of Rick, John said, Rick didn't have the faith language that could be alienating to people. Rick never used his faith to an end. He wasn't using it to impress anyone. He just loved it simply. It was as much a part of him as his sense of humor. I believe the crew saw it that way as well. There was a comfortable space in his faith for everyone. Rick Husband was open about his faith to those around him and welcoming of conversations with those, not making himself unapproachable because he was a Christian, but leaving himself open to speak with others about his faith as well. Rick Husband and his crew happened to be in space during the anniversary of another tragic space anniversary. They were in space around the anniversary of both the Apollo 1 and Challenger tragedies. And Rick and his crew took a few minutes to remember the Challenger disaster. Rick is quoted as saying, It is today that we remember and honor the crews of Apollo 1 and Challenger. They made the ultimate sacrifice, giving their lives in service to their country and for all mankind. Their dedication and devotion to the exploration of space was an inspiration to each of us, and still motivates people around the world to achieve great things in service of others. As we orbit the Earth, we will join the entire NASA family for a moment of silence in their memory. Our thoughts and prayers go to their families as well. Little did Rick and his crew know that in just four days, the world would be mourning the loss of another crew. On February 1st, 2003, as Mission Control in Houston talked to the Columbia crew on their way home, and the families waited to watch them glide to a stop at the Kennedy Space Center, the unexpected happened. Houston started to see high-temperature readings from Columbia's computers, and then all communication with the shuttle was lost. The countdown clock at KSC ticked down to zero, and no shuttle appeared in the sky. Over Texas, as Columbia and her crew of seven descended through the atmosphere, the 3,000-degree heat that hit the shuttle's protective heat shield found the place where the tiles were missing, having fallen off during launch. The heat ripped through the shuttle, causing Columbia to disintegrate over the state of Texas. Those in Florida, anticipating a routine return of the shuttle, waited to hear the sonic boom. But it never came. Columbia and her crew were gone. Rick Husband, Michael Anderson, David Brown, Kapana Chawala, Laurel Clark, William McCool, and Elon Rahman all perished. Prior to launch, each astronaut fills out papers containing information for the astronaut office in the event of an accident. On the final page of a packet titled Special Instructions for Funeral Services, Rick Husband wrote, Tell him about Jesus, that he is real to me. That's what Rick wanted done in case something happened. He wanted people to know about Jesus and his love. Rick Husband kept a journal. And on the last day of his journal entries, he wrote, Lord, I want to do your will, and I want to be a godly man. 
Please help me to seek and know your will and obey you in what you want me to do. I want to be happy and joyful and see that reflected in my family, my work, and especially in my relationship with you. Rick's husband, like the rest of us, was not a perfect man. But he sought God every day of his life, and he obeyed God's word, teaching it to his children. It's not everyone that gets to become the commander of a shuttle mission, especially not on their second mission. But there's something different about Rick's husband. But even greater than his achievements as a NASA astronaut, commander of Space Shuttle Columbia, was the life that he lived for Christ. From what we read in this book, we see that he chose to live different, but he wasn't standoffish. He worked with his crew. To be a commander of a space shuttle, you have to work well with others. You have to be able to lead, but you have to be able to listen. Listen not just to your crew, but to those on the ground, who though you are the commander, those in Houston are telling you what to do and when to do it. But he was more than that, because he was a follower of Christ. He was one of God's peculiar people, someone who'd put his faith and trust in Jesus Christ. There's so much more to the book. I didn't even touch on, on his salvation story. I uh, probably should have done that, honestly. But I hope you'll take the time to read the book. It's It's been out for a very long time. Like I said, this is this year will be 20 years since the anniversary. It came out in the year 2003. Uh, so it came out very quickly following Rick Husband's death uh, later in that year. But I hope you pick up the book and read about a, a shuttle astronaut who was a Christian, and see what you can learn from the life of uh, this astronaut. So uh, the book again is called High Calling, The Courageous Life and Faith of Space Shuttle Columbia Commander Rick Husband. You can probably find it at a, possibly at a library still, I think it's still in some libraries there, or um, I'm sure throughout eBay, Amazon, you can find it there as well, possibly even an ebook version. So I hope you'll pick it up and read it, add it to your 2023 uh, book reading list. We'll put out another book uh, next month. We'll try to keep these episodes kind of short, just a quick brief overview a little bit about the book and the person, but I uh, hope you pick it up. Thank you so much for listening to the God's Peculiar People podcast. We will talk to you again next week.